The Gaming Grunts present Realm of Shadows, a Call of Cthulhu campaign by Pagan Publishing. All right, episode 11, Realm of Shadows. Last time, uh, Dr. Durleth had returned from his excursion bearing photographs, and, or yeah, photographs and uh, some uh, correspondence. Um, you draw, and a, and a, a vial of serum marked Formula 4, which he then sent over to Miskatonic to be analyzed. Uh, you then faffed around a little bit and showed the pictures to the uh, groundskeeper, Rowan Kister, and he ID'd uh, two of the other people in those photos, a man named Farley and a man named Butler. So, what you gonna do? Um, didn't we, well, we didn't have a chance to show Violet the text that looks very occultish. Ah, that's true, So yes. we can have her... Why don't you make an occult roll, Violet? Okay. That's which one's... Oh, these guys. Yeah, for something. Yeah, because Dr. Gillis just wrote the names down. He didn't actually take anything, as I recall. Yeah, well, I think Violet was in here in the last one. Yes, but I think he only wrote the names of some of the volumes down. I don't think he oh, actually yeah. stole any of the volumes. On four, looks like a success. Yeah, and then the occult. Where is it? 75. Okay, put a check next to the skill. <laughs> okay, so... Um, there are two books there that Violet you recognize as being of reasonable occult significance. I mean, not like, you know, um, forbidden or anything, but they are um, known to occultists. One of them is called the Malleus Maleficarum. It's M-A-L-L-E-U-S. Second word, M-A-L-E-F-I-C-A-R-U-M. Malleus Maleficarum. Just like it sucks. Right, exactly. And then the other book is the Compendium Maleficarum. Same second word, Compendium. As it sounds. So those are two of the books that were in the library that you do recognize Mm -hmm. as having occult significance. Are they occult significance? worse. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, I mean, when I start to stutter like that, I can't mm-hmm. stop. Um, uh, so forget it. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they're known to occultists as, as being significant books. Significant. But again, nothing forbidden or, you know, banned Scary by the... Or, or yeah, I mean, or, yeah. Okay. Well, um, what kind of, what, what do the books talk about? Has, have you ever read nothing, that? nothing about ghouls. They're just standing. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. it's like if you go to someone's, uh, you know, if you go to a scientist, a computer scientist office, you might expect to see the Knuth books there, for instance. There's stand, sort of standard texts, well known in the field, talk about occult topics. But mm-hmm. Violet has read them or has seen them before, and nothing about ghouls. In them. Did we ask Violet if she knows anything about the priests of Zulbasair? Uh, you need to make Sulu Mythos for that. I don't think any of you have any. None of you have gone insane. No. Nope. That's a completely unknown word to all of you. 
we learn, Farley is a reasonably good guy who just seemed to sort of be along as a handyman for the adventure. Yes, Farley is just an assistant. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. Kister described him, I think, as a decent enough guy. Whereas Butler goes around taking notes about the graves, so I think we should ask Farley about Butler. Okay. All right, so you're going to Farley's house, okay? He lives off-site in his own house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, we'll say it's the same day, still Wednesday, May 1st. Okay, so you're going to visit uh, Farley. Uh, okay, as you, so the, the three of you are going, all three of you are going? I suppose so. Okay. Uh, so uh, his house is in Greenfield, and as you knock on the door, you hear the sound of a dog barking, quite or yapping, uh, inside quite insistently. Um, let's see who comes to the door. Uh, so uh, a, a man answers the door, and he does look like the person described as Farley. The photograph. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, can I help you? Yeah, um, we, uh... Scratch, we, stop that. <laughs> the, the dog is barking like crazy. Um, we were, uh, talking to Mr. Kister about some of these photographs that we found. We're wondering if we could ask you about them. Photographs? Uh, yeah, why don't you come inside? Oh, uh, you too, sir. Yes, come on inside. Four of you now. All right, well... Scratch! Down! Down! <laughs> well, um, Mr. Farley, we uh, we came across these photographs tucked into an old book in the library. We're wondering if you could tell us anything about them. Um, so you're showing... Uh, which photographs are you showing him? <coughs> oh, this is my wife, Nicole. The lady comes in as well. She's like, oh, nice to meet you. Can I get you some coffee? Um... Is he going to believe this? I hope you're not asking that inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to believe this? <laughs> so which photos are you showing him? Um, I don't have a problem showing him all of them. All ten? Right. Okay. Because, you know, if he can tell us something about, like, the, the pyramid or whatever, it would be most helpful. Um, he, um... Uh, he looks at them and uh, he says, where do you get these photos? These are private photos. Oh, um, we were uh, doing some research in the library and uh, they were just tucked inside books there. Make a fast talk roll. Yeah. Oh. Or persuade. Uh, no, no, you need fast talk for this. 40. Fail. Okay. All of you can make psychology rolls. I got a 99. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. 25? 25? Does that make the psychology? I don't have one. No. So it's base... It's oh, 05. Base no. 5? Yeah. No one made it? No one made it. Okay. Uh, I have fast talk. Yeah, but you're not talking. 
if you want to step in, you well, may do so. You may step in and override your esteemed colleague from your yes. esteemed, esteemed colleague from North Dakota. I think I'd like to do that. From Michigan. Well, no, don't make don't make the fast talk roll yet. Just talk. Go ahead. And what my friend here is trying to say is, we found these books in the, in the we found these pictures in a book in the library. Ah, uh, yeah, and we, yes. yeah, you know that. Yeah, we found these pictures in a in a book in a library. Because you were inquiring uh, where we where we came uh, where we acquired these from. Um, I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Or excuse me, gentlemen and ladies. Pardon, you would. Uh, why is that okay. good, sir? Um, I have reason to believe these photos were stolen. So if you would please leave before I, before, I, before I call the sheriff. The dog is barking a lot louder now. Probably the stickle. Well, before we go, who are they stolen from? Um, please leave now. The two of you can leave ahead yep. of time. Okay. <laughs> um, when please come. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing more I think I can say, so I'm going to head out too. Okay. Yeah. You leave. All right. Hey. Scratch, <laughs> stop that. <laughs> well, that was interesting. And you're outside now, right? Yes, you're outside. on a whim to show him all the pictures. <laughs> and it was a bad idea. And who's him? Who are we Farley. Him is Farley. One of, the, one of the guys, yeah. In the photo. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The only other person we know about in the photos is Butler, who is always, uh, according to Kester, he's always taking notes about the graves and stuff. And an odd duck. Uh, so we figured out where Butler is. Butler lives, or do we have to talk to him on the grounds? We, judging based on Farley's reaction to showing him the photos, I don't think we want to do the same thing with Butler, who is more suspicious sounding because he takes notes of all the graves. Mm-hmm. So now we probably are in trouble with the people that own these photos. <laughs> hmm. Possibly. Like, you know, uh, what's his face and like any of his friends? Hadley? Hadley. Yes. Um, well, do we think we could? Do we think we could spin up a lie to Butler that that would the lie being where we legitimately acquired these from? Maybe we got them directly from Hadley for some. But reason. he, but they know Hadley. They could just talk to him and he can say, "What I did not give these pictures to anybody." They could afterwards. Yeah, but I'm which, not would sure. no <laughs> which would be no different than if, if we were if we were wanted to show it to. lied to him, he wouldn't know whether we lied to him properly. And if he's going to raise his stink, he's going to raise his stink anyway. I mean, uh, unless we have any other leads. We obviously didn't handle the, the other situation. <laughs> um, but did we don't have, besides Farley and Butler. In retrospect, I feel like I should have, you know, laid down the law and started demanding some answers out of him, but oh well. We're probably not going to be invited back in. 
So, I think, I don't think showing Butler the photos would be a good idea. I think that um, we should suspect that Hadley is going to uh, find out that we have them. And I think we should send them to a safe location. At this point. Does anybody have any family or anything that they trust enough to... (laughs) (laughs) I have an irritating uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I I don't know what the point of sending them away would be if if Harley goes and talks to Hadley and says, these people have your pictures, if we actually have them or not, he saw us with the pictures. So Mm -hmm. whether or not we get caught with them in our hands <laughs> where, you know, Farley's got us. Yes, right? but if Farley gets, say, me and I die, I would want someone else on the outside to be able to come after him. <laughs> you see. <laughs> you know, sort of an avenge my death. I don't know what the pictures themselves would do that. I don't know if you well, could include that note. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, if I die... P.S. If I die, it's it's this man who did it, and (laughs) find him and and kill him. If I die, shred these pictures immediately. (laughs) Um, I think that what would be... Please look after these pictures. If I die, it was probably related to them. All my best, and thank you so much for this huge favor that I know you'll be happy to... (laughs) You might want to change your name. And address. (laughs) Would it be possible for us to put the pictures back (coughs) for anybody... Hadley goes and checks if they're missing. Farley already saw. I mean, not Farley. Hadley with them. Well, yeah. And kissed her as well. Mm-hmm. We might have copies. And the copies might have been in the library, but if the ones that are supposed to be in Hadley's hiding spot are in Hadley's hiding spot, then obviously we don't have them. Yeah, so. Isn't it kind of risky just to go and just to put them back? Yes, I, it is. I'm <laughs> throwing out ideas because we yeah. have a problem that we need to solve now. <laughs> well, I think one way or another, I mean, butlers are only. So we have to. We should focus on talking to him as quickly as possible, and what we can, how we can structure the conversation to get something out of him. I don't. I don't, I don't think we should worry about Farley just yet. I think we got to jump on on Butler. Yeah. Would y'all agree? What's your plan? I'm going to talk to Butler. <laughs> let's, let's think of a plan before we go and talk to him because that's why we ended up in this <laughs> <laughs> okay, you so think? What? What, was our, what was our plan with Farley? We didn't have one. Uh, <laughs> hey, go talk to him. Yeah, that was our plan. <laughs> See how we react. He was he he described as friendly <laughs> enough. So if, if, if Farley reacted to seeing the actual photos, can we structure... We, we don't show him the photos. Yeah, right? <laughs> can we structure our conversation with Butler so that we you know have the knowledge but don't actually have is there anyone who can do that or not? Hadley uh, showed us these photos. If he's going to start saying, how did, you, how did you get to me? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't we get his name from the other Ro- guy? Ronnie Kister. Kister. Yeah. Well, we can just say that we we know that you work at the... We're doing, we're doing you know, survey of the, of the graveyard, right? Because we're looking for Indian artifacts. We talk to Rowan Kister, who's mm-hmm. the groundskeeper. We find out that Butler and Farley both work on the grounds and the graveyard. Butler, in particular, keeps records of all the graves. Mm-hmm. So maybe we want to go talk to him about something relating to that. So we can go ask him about his, you know, connection to the 
graveyard and what he's looking for in a you know innocent you know questioning. We're looking for Indian artifacts and you know we're working on our master's thesis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, oh, we've got a professor of archaeology hey, with us. But so. How do we... We can't bring up the photos. No, let's not do that again. <laughs> no. But what are we trying to find out from him? Yeah. Why he's taking notes on the graves, what this trip was all about, and uh, why there is... a travel magazine, and we want to get your... <laughs> <laughs> your opinion of South America. Just generally South America. <laughs> So we go and we start off by asking about, like, you know, what he's been doing it, like, you know, what he's been taking notes on, because I'm interested in what's been going on in the graveyard. Mm -hmm. And how do we lead into, oh, and by the way, when's the last time you've been a a (laughs) cayenne? Do you like your food spicy? Isn't there a pepper that comes from there? <laughs> oh, by the way, have you ever been there looking for that? You want to have lunch? <laughs> you like spicy food? We love spicy food. <laughs> Let's have lunch in South America. Hmm. No, I, I do think the we're researching um, Indian artifacts is a, at least a reasonably good cover story. And something we've been telling Hadley, so it's not like it would be... It's not a new one. Yeah. And then how do you... Okay, so then how are you going to steer the conversation over to the pictures and or South America? A bridge I have not crossed yet. <laughs> a bridge too far. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is there any connection, like, um, geographically between where we are in South America? Like, are there similar rocks between here and this place? I mean, like, from an archaeology um, I mean, I, I have no idea, but <laughs> I should know this. Make it, you got a geology roll? Anyone have geology? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> although, I mean, we aren't, we aren't necessarily just looking for the local Indian artifacts. We might also be interested in uh, pre-Columbian tribes and architecture. Yeah, they migrated up to Massachusetts. <laughs> For a long all time. <laughs> we are working on a controversial archaeological hypothesis. <laughs> we have reason to believe that there, were, <laughs> that there <laughs> was a connection between rural Massachusetts and, Ky- and Devil's Island. <laughs> Devil's Island. Um, You've heard of Thor Heyerdahl? <laughs> maybe we can, we can talk about like how we can lead into how close he and Hadley are. Do you guys go on trips? We saw there was a map of South America. Do you guys like to go on international journeys? You know, because we've been in his his house, right? Yeah. Had, Hadley we've is been in Hadley's office, and Hadley's a, few, office. a few of you have seen his, his study. <laughs> and he has a map. Although not that. in great circumstances. Well, Doctor Gerlo <laughs> did get to see the study a little more. That's all 
lost as far as like what we need to accomplish. I guess the idea is to get into the caverns that may exist, but we don't know where. Well, that seemed to be the first thing, was to try to find caverns. And then after Dr. Drilp explored and found all the connections to um, French Guiana, mm -hmm. so are you still going to look for tunnels, or do you, do you care that, uh, or does the notion of uh, South America and Gould de Serre... Can we go to South That might be fun. <laughs> Um, so you're going to go see Butler? I vote yes. Okay, why don't we say that you that uh, you do that on Thursday, the next day? All right. Okay. May 2nd, 1940, Thursday. And I am, I mean, do we really want to hang on to the photographs? Or do we think we've gotten everything we can out of them? We probably want to keep them because of the ones like these, where we have mm. things that'll be like landmarks. Because if we're looking in the jungle for something, we have okay. no way to identify it. Fair enough. Yeah. But at the same time, we still have to um, deal with the fact that Farley knows that we stole the photos, or is going to tell Hadley that we stole his photos, and he's going to find out, and he's not going to be happy with us. But Hadley doesn't necessarily associate um, me and Violet guys, right? Dr. Left. There is that. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should go like maybe we should not all go together. Uh, and it might have been a bad idea that we all went together to Farley's house. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so who's, who's, who's going and what time? Uh, I guess I'm assuming you went to Farley after work. That, that would have been the appropriate thing. We've been at the we've been at the funeral home together a few times when we were initially looking, but I don't think Violet was there, right? Yeah, I wasn't there. I was in the, um, I was being hysterical in the front room. <laughs> but before that, when we went a few times to, like, the first few times we went to talk to them all, I wasn't there for that. Right. It was me and... Dr. Durla. Dr. And, and Bud. And Bud. And, and Ethan. So if Ethan and I go talk to Butler, mm -hmm. and, I don't know, well, we could, maybe, um, we can... Duplicate the photographs. They have, well, they have. Take a you take a photograph of the photograph. Right, and then so we it's can a secondhand copy. A secondhand copy. But it works. And then we could um, return the originals. <laughs> and how do we do that? Be like, why don't we? We could just mail them. Well, it's been one, two. It's been three days since they since they were uh, uh, stolen. Okay, we could mail them. <laughs> you don't have to return addresses on things. I could mail them and then be like, someone mysterious. But then Farley already knows that we have them. So, so he's going to know that we took them and returned them, right? Okay, Butler lives off, also lives off-site. So what time of day, then, are you going to try to visit him before he leaves for work or after he comes home from work? Or while he's at work? <laughs> Probably after. Or well, I don't think we want to go visit him at work, right? Right. Probably not. Yeah. Well, he won't be home. He'll be at the funeral. Uh, he won't be at his home home. He'll be at the funeral home. Yeah, so if we want to peek around his house while he's gone during work, we have time to do it. But can any can any of us, like, maybe just have sneaky abilities? Yeah. Uh, 
Mr. Mr. Hill probably has a few of the so skills for B and E. Should we go? Should we go do that during the day? Go like snoop around, mm-hmm. and then if we need to, we can come back in the evening and question him as legitimate, interested people. Um, I vote we go before work so that if we do screw something up during a B and E. <laughs> Actually, then at least you've talked to him. <laughs> okay, good idea. <laughs> okay, at least we won't be going back into his house while he's looking for suspicious people. <laughs> That's a good idea. So what? Okay, so you're going to try to get there early in the morning before he's left for work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> who's who's going? Um, yeah. Ethan and uh, and Brienne. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so knock knock knock. Uh, okay, so um, a, a guy in a in a bedroom, a bedroom, bathroom, <laughs> bathroom. Um, after several minutes, opens the door. Yeah, kind of looks kind of groggy. Uh, hi, good morning. Excuse me. He does look like uh, he's got a he's got a morning beard, but he kind he kind of looks pretty much like the guy in the photo. Um, good morning. Um, I apologize that I'm here so early, but I wanted to try to talk to you briefly before you went off to work. My name is Brian Braeburn, and I'm a professor of archaeology, and I work at Miskatonic University. Yeah, haven't I seen you at the funeral home before? Um, I've been surveying the... What's the word home again? Uh, Beckwith Funeral Home. I've been surveying the, the Beckwith Funeral Home and the graveyard because I've been looking for uh, artifacts of the Indian burial ground that I found... Uh, found some news articles about that, and I'm doing research. I'm doing um, a sabbatical research on paper on Indian artifacts. And uh, okay. And I was wondering if, uh, you know, oh. I could give you my number, and I could call you later, and I could talk to you about what you've been doing, because uh, I talked to Rowan Kister, and he said you've been taking notes on a lot of the gravestones. I was wondering if maybe I could talk to you about what you've... Uh, yeah, why don't you come in about 11.30 at the, at the home? I'll be there.
Windows all closed and locked? Uh, the, there's, a, there's three in the back, and yeah, make it make a percentage roll. Be a good one. Uh, Sixty-seven. Okay, they're all locked. All right. And I don't actually have locksmith. Or you could try mechanical repair. I'll give you that. Try to rather than so rather than being nice and clickety clickety with the tumblers, you can kind of just try to like you know map, you know jimmy the door open. Not. Yeah. Not like crowbar open, but kind of, you know, credit, well, not yeah. credit card, but, yeah. <laughs> Index card. Yeah, one of my business cards. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And 54 fail. Okay. Violet, you want to try? Mechanical repair? Sure. 97. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, okay, so while you're trying, is while you're trying to jimmy the door, you, you manage to break the window pane. The glass of on. Above the window. Uh, sorry, above the door. <laughs> it's like Dr. Quigley all over again. <laughs> well, all right then. Let's uh, reach through, unlock, and... Okay. You're, yes, you're inside. <laughs> Maybe we can pick up a pane and fix it before we uh, <laughs> abandon the house. Um, okay, so the... Rather than drawing it out, I mean, there's there's the kitchen. I mean, there's everything you'd expect in that in a house. It's a fairly nice house. Apparently, this guy does pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, Once you both make uh, spot hidden rolls, it's nice. Place. Oh. Uh, forty. Forty. I have a thirty-five but it but it's checked. Okay. Um, all right. So you go looking through the house. What did you roll, by the way? Uh, 82. Oh, out of? 25. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so I have... Uh, I, He's got weird B&E skills. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's a talker, not a, not a skulker. <laughs> um, well, okay. hit someone with a wrench enough times, they usually confess to that's whatever right, they want. That's right, that's <laughs> right. Um, so in the living room, there is a desk, and uh, in the desk, there is an English-French dictionary. Uh, and an English-French phrase book, and they are both very worn. Um, very, in fact, you know, not just like usage worn. It's like you know, like what, like like water damage mm-hmm. worn. Um, the spine is broken in several places, uh, open to um, various various pages. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a passport in there. It looks to be his passport. Um, the bedroom closet. There are. Light khaki shirts and trousers, kind of what you'd expect if someone was going into a jungle. Um, there is in the in a closet behind in, in the closet corner behind some of the clothes. Um, there's a rifle. It looks like a French rifle. Like in fact, it looks kind of like the kind that Dr. Dermot described mm. as being in the crates. Um, there's also a map case in uh, that same corner. Interesting maps in there. Yes, there's a map of French Guiana, and there is actually a route marked on the map. Uh-huh. Can we take a photograph of the map? Do you either of you have a camera? Uh, I didn't think ahead to have a camera, I but I wish I did. Would. I probably make, would. Make a percentage roll. Forty-nine. I'll give you a camera. All right. Make um, a photography skill. <laughs> yeah, photography check. Twenty-three and made it. Made well. it. Okay. All right. So you're going to leave the map and map case there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. I okay. think we've stolen enough. 
<laughs> you can never steal enough. What do you mean enough? I'd steal the house but if you I get experience points pocket. for stealing. Do you? If in D&D. Oh, okay. You get what points for Experience stealing? points oh. for stealing, so. Of course you do. Okay. It, what about, uh, uh, I assume you're not going to deal with the clothes or the um, phrase book and dictionary. Is there anything stamped in the passport in the back? Do they do that? In the yes, passport? they do. And there's, uh, there's only one stamp, well, or one trip mm-hmm. in that passport. It's to Cayenne, French Guiana, and the date is May 1936. May 
and yes. a drunk doctor, you know. <laughs> Some surprisingly physically strong, very wealthy people who know how to dispose of dead bodies mm-hmm. have uh, have taken a dislike <laughs> to us, so... <laughs> Yeah. What are you going to do? Where are you going? We should probably plan our trip. Yeah. Are you going to stay in Greenfield? We probably want to leave, right? Maybe we can head back to, <laughs> to Boston. Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good idea. <clears throat> okay. Plus, we'd be able to get probably better flights out of Boston. All right. You're going to go back. You're going to, to leave and return home. We could pick up supplies that we need, and um, the, isn't the college in? in it's, an, it's in Arkham, but it's close to Boston. Was we need to get the results of the? Oh right, of the vial testing. Mm-hmm. And also, too, I heard that there were guns found. Yes. Like the rifle that was found. Doctor oh, Durlis right. found a case of rifles okay. in in one of the storerooms, uh, and a lot of a lot and bullet ammunition okay. as well. And Bud was able to identify them as actually it was Bud who identified them as French-made rifles. Okay. So, um, now doesn't, don't you have an office in, or do, are we all from Boston? Well, Brianna's is from Miskatonic, so Arkham. I have a, also not too far I would away have a residency in Arkham somewhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and Dr. Drill, I think, practices out of Boston. It was okay. Ethan, it was New York, but we can, mm-hmm. we can retcon that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. So, you skedaddle out of Greenfield. Time. <laughs> we think. <laughs> uh, okay. At this point, you can probably you can go ahead and roll all your checks. Okay. So for every skill that you have checked, okay, you want to roll the dice, and now you want to try to roll above that skill. Okay. If you uh-huh. if you do, then you roll a d10 and add that to your skill, and then erase the check. Okay. If you roll under your skill, you just erase the check. Okay. So, All right. so, you, so which you start? I'll start with the library one. Okay, so now you want to roll above a 75. 88, very good. So roll a d10, you can just roll the ones the ones digit. This one? Yeah, okay. and so then add good. that to your skill. I'm sorry, if you fail to roll above, then you, if you just roll, erase the check. Just erase the check. Okay. Okay. So, so 7. 7 plus 75. Right, so okay. now your skill is 82. Which one's the... Is that the uh, that's eight? an 8. That's a 10. Oh, that's 10, okay. So... So you rolled. Okay, so which which skill did you roll above? I got uh, 70 for archaeology, and I rolled a 79. Okay, so then you add one, unfortunately. Oh, sad. Yeah. Whatever. I got one. Well, apparently all these questions about Indian artifacts have been improved my skills. <laughs> That's right. Right, two That's for always good. Cult. Okay, so roll, it, roll that in 10. It's two, so that's 77. Not four. Library use. You know how to use the library. <laughs> You're not any better at using the library. And what's the other spot? I just missed it by one. Bad. 68. Okay, good. That's so better than 35. Yep. So this guy. Two. Oh, well. Oh, sorry. Better. For all my work, I've only improved slightly. Um, I got five oh. checks, out of which I only uh, improved one library use. And got a one. By one. <laughs> hey, if you're not learning, you're not learning. <laughs> <laughs> the first rule of tautology club is the first rule of tautology club. No, I thought it would be the first rule of tautology club is. 
does that? That suggests that simply that it, it exists. Yeah, not that A is A. That's true. Right. Just A is. Okay. Uh, all right, you are back in Boston. Uh, so the analysis comes back from Miskatonic University's chemistry department about Formula 4. The, chem uh, the head of the chemistry department is quite puzzled by the serum or by the formulate formula. Um, some of the ingredients are very obvious. There's clearly water, uh, you know, after an analysis, there's water, there's some sugar, sucrose to be specific, and there are some opiates, which I guess would probably be morphine of some sort. Uh, but there are some very odd items or, or odd things about the formula. There seems to be some kind of unidentified single-cell organism in the fluid. But it doesn't seem to be, it's not like zooming around like you try to see an amoeba in a drop of water, right, in you know, our old biology classes. You can never see them because they're zooming around so much. Okay. These are alive, they move, but they're moving very slowly. Slow enough that they can actually see them, you know, observe them under the microscope. Um, obviously, they did not do any, they didn't do any real, uh, no usage test. It was just an analysis thing. All right, so who wants to drink it? <laughs> Get somebody's pet cat. <laughs> <clears throat> or does anyone want to drink <laughs> it? No, I don't think I want to drink it. I guess if that was a real question. <laughs> and the, um, the chemist didn't know what that single-cell critter was, or... No, he asked his colleagues, and none of them were able to identify the organism. Oh. It seems to be new to science. Oh. They're kind of wondering, where did you get it? <laughs> and can we name? Can we name it? <laughs> Formula four. And it was called Formula Four because that was the that's label what's on the label. Oh. Formula Four. supplies to make a trip into the jungle? Okay. Um, that's going to take you a while, about a week or so, to um, gather supplies. Anything in particular that you want to look for? Or that you want to make sure you get? We need our shots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, do they still, would, would they be giving shots that early for going to the jungle? I think so, yeah. Makes sense. Well, we need guns. Guns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What skill? What skills do you guys have in guns? I have a shotgun skill, but I think we can buy a gun. Buy a gun there. Rather I can take a Okay. Do you have a is it a particular do you have a particular weapon skill or just handgun skill? I have a seventy and handgun. Okay. That's true. 
right. And then um, Bud has all his whatever weapon skills. I think he's got rifle because he was a grunt, not an officer. <coughs> well, I would think that to to go, we would need you know proper clothing, proper shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be walking in wet weather, mm-hmm. so you want clothes that repel water. Okay. Well, there really aren't any then, but yes. Yeah. We need like food to be able to cook on in the jungle. All the camp- camping supplies. It's camping camping. supplies. Okay. Probably a, a compass mm-hmm. and a map, of course. Yeah. We'll have to get your film developed. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Um, you can get it developed. Um, well, when you get inoculated, the doctor who, uh, well, actually, is doctor. Well, no, it's not. You go to a, you go to a real doctor. <laughs> you go to a, you go to a, you go to a, you go to a doctor who actually knows about tropical diseases. A doctor who can hold a needle steady. <laughs> hey, once it goes in, it stays in. That's all that matters. Ow. Um, he, uh, so the doctor that you. Um, Get your vaccinations from. We'll say so. If you're since you're traveling to um, a, a jungle area, here are the drugs, additional drugs you might want to think about purchasing. So like quinine, sulfa, yeah, whatnot. Okay, we should we should follow doctors. <clears throat> How are we going to get there? By the way, we need to fly. Fly as far as we can, and uh, whatever <coughs> become available. After that, uh, <coughs> okay. What are the? I mean, what are the options? Um, well, there's uh, by air and by sea. And, and can air get us all the way there? Or do we still have to go like? Yes, if you go by air, um, there are flights that depart weekly from Miami, and they'll stop a little. They'll stop at some Caribbean islands on the way. I don't know which ones doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. but then it will um, uh, arrive directly at Cayenne. It's a it's a giant airboat. It's like giant raiders. And then we need to take a flight to Miami from Boston. Uh, or the train, or, or a train. ship. Or a ship, yeah. So maybe we should take a train to Miami and then fly? Or should we? Yeah. Um, so when you, ske- when you call to schedule, uh, it's Pan Am. When you call to schedule, the, uh, ask about the flights, they will tell you that the flights depart every Friday morning. They'll arrive the same day in Cayenne, which actually is quite impressive, considering it's not a jet plane. And it is going from Miami down to South America. Um, three suitcases and one carry-on only per person. Um, should we call ahead about finding a guide? Do we need a guide? Do we need a guide? Is it something that we would want to think about? Because if we can only bring three suitcases, I think that's what you said, right? And a, and a carry-on. And a carry-on. Um, <clears throat> we might need to acquire some things there, I would imagine. Um, yes. Who are you going to ask? Are you going to ask anybody about guys specifically? Well, I was thinking just asking this crowd right here first. Uh, okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> and then, um, do we have any friends who traveled? This Butler guy went to. Uh, yeah, let's just give him a <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah, let's go try to get on your way to <laughs> See that I should pack if I want to take a trip to, uh, Cayenne, for example. <laughs> he's such a pal. <laughs> know, because I love to go to South America. Um, well, is it, some, would a guide be actually useful? I mean, I'm not sure. That's why I was just, I mean, no, like I when we look would. at, when we look at the map mm-hmm. um, that we took pictures of, how is that, what does it look like? 
it, it looks like it goes up a river. Uh, so, so from Cayenne, there is a river that goes up uh, in, in, into the interior. It looks like it's the Rivière Comte. Um, and then it goes off. The, it appears to then go off the river and go and is, in, you know, inland. Right. Or sorry, not inland. Further inland. So we probably need a boat. Yeah, we're gonna need a boat. We need a boat, and then. So we should look for someone that can take us to the jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they? Have, I'm sure they have jungle tours. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of early for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for tourism. <laughs> jungle Maybe tours for your tourism. <laughs> well, it might might still be. Do, can There's we, lots of armchair uh, historians and things. So. Can we talk to the to Pan Am about what kind of options there will be for us there about like guides and stuff if we want to go into the jungle? Uh, guides. <coughs> uh, 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 the Pan Am Rep will certainly say they do not. Uh, they they can they cannot officially advise you on trips into the jungle mm-hmm. because they are an airline. So anything they say, they don't want to be held responsible for. Could they um, give us well, some you, 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 Well, you might try talking to the State Department or to the French Embassy, or French Consulate, excuse me. Okay. And they might be able to apprise you of more uh, information. Okay. Do we have passports? Uh, no, I don't think any of you do have. Well, wouldn't I have a passport since I probably have gone on archaeological? Have you? Okay, make a make a luck roll, or just make a percentage roll. One. Ten. Ten. One. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> yes, you have a passport. Okay, so we should get passports, I suppose. Okay. Uh, the application, uh, you can get the forms mm-hmm. at the uh, post post office, state yeah. department, whatever. Um, it says it will take a few months. They don't, they don't expedite them like they do now. <laughs> um, no, uh, they kind of jokingly talk to your congressman. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, <laughs> I, guess well, we I hope you have fun. Well, I guess we start filling out the forms and everything else. Okay. Have them done. All right. Yeah. <coughs> so, I don't know. You could try calling your congressman. We could try forging some passports. You could also do that. That's true, too. Would Ethan be able to use his status as like a private investigator to expedite it? Make a law roll. Seventy-two fail. Guess not. <laughs> Try your congressman. All right. Call him my congressman. Okay. Make a luck roll. <laughs> 70. Does that make, is that, is that, uh, oh, make yeah. your luck roll? Uh, 75. Okay. Um, the, co- the congress, the, your congressman's staff says they will get on it. And, uh, sure. hopefully in. Great. Thanks, sir. <laughs> roll, roll a D2. Just roll any die and high low. This one? Yeah. It doesn't matter. One to five, zero to ten. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right. So does that work for everyone or just violent? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be so nice if it was that easy? <laughs> I need my passport fast. Okay, we'll get right on it. 
little bit better uh, handling uh, <laughs> citizen complaints. Yeah. The two of you can make rolls. Me? Yeah. Chinese? Yeah. Make a luck roll. Well, actually, just don't fumble a luck roll. Well, 76, yeah. Don't fumble. Uh, 20. Okay. Each of you roll a d2. Six. Nine. So, okay, so two. Okay, so one and two. Okay, no problem. I mean, they, they say they'll get back to you. They'll, 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 yeah. I already have a passport. Oh, that's right, you didn't, okay, I'm sorry, you wouldn't have needed to roll. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Does this, what about, uh, what about the folks who are not present today? I'll let them roll when they, okay. when they are here. Let's say they figure out their own passport situation. <laughs> 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 Let's see, so. Um, so, I mean, you, you know, you're doing some, Basic research. Okay, so uh, let's see. It's French possession. It, had the, it houses the notorious Devil's Island penal colony. French Guiana itself is on the north coast of South America. It's approximately 32,000. You don't need to write all this down. 32,000 square miles. Um, bordered east and south by Brazil. On the west by Dutch Guiana, now, now called Suriname. Humid tropical climate, breeding ground for disease. Europeans possess little resistance. Um, some fertile land is cultivated, limited by the lack of labor, diseases rampant in the region. Some food produced for local consumption, marginal amounts of sugar, cocoa, pepper, and hides. What? I have no idea. For export. Um, hides. Colony, is, to the colony is totally dependent on imports, mostly from France, to meet everyday needs. The entire colony is heavily forested, and much of the interior is totally inaccessible. Mountain ranges are largely unexplored. And the only ready access to non-coastal areas are rivers. Um, not surprisingly, the population tends to congregate along the rivers as well as the shoreline. Prime, rivers are prime, prime transportation route. Some native tribes do apparently live deep in the uncharted forest, but their numbers are not documented. Cayenne is the only worthwhile harbor in French Guiana, and all infrastructure is focused on it. Um, uh, so the penal settlement owns the colony's only railroad, which is not generally used for public transportation. Uh, in short, the term infrastructure can barely be applied to French Guiana. Outside the immediate area of Cayenne, there is little development, and outside the coastal region, almost none. Uh, the economy is totally dependent on France. Hmm. By far the most important export is gold. Due to lack of infrastructure, mining of gold is profitable only in a few scattered areas. This does not discourage people from trying their hand at prospecting. Many transient miners attempt to strike it rich in French Guiana. Most of those who survive are lucky to get away with their lives and health intact. <laughs> Foremost, the best that can be expected from mining is a marginal return that allows one to make a living but hardly make a profit. Um, the exact size of the population is difficult to estimate due to the unknown numbers of undocumented natives at large in the interior. Um, France is the only colony in South America. Since no one could be convinced to voluntarily settle there, the hope was that convict labor could do what colonists and troops had failed to do. The idea was simple. French prisons were overflowing with violent criminals of every description. Send them by prison ship to the colony and have them work out their sentences there. Better yet, once their sentences were complete, refuse them permission to return home. Instead, they had to live in the colony until a period of time equal to their first sentence had passed. This policy, known as doublage, doublage effectively doubled the sentences of convicts. The hope was that these men would marry native women and settle locally. No one ever considered that the native women almost universally would have nothing to do with convicts hauled in from Europe. <laughs> Shocking, really. <laughs> Why would they want to 
privilege was, was an effective no, death sentence for many convicts. Even if they survived the penal colony, they were forced to remain in the harsh, unhealthy environment with little hope of improving themselves. Few survived the second sentence imposed upon them. Those that did were forced to pay for their own passage back to France, something that was prohibitively expensive for many former prisoners. Needless to say, over the nearly 100 years that the penal colony has existed in French Guiana, more than 9 out of 10 convicts failed to survive their sentences. Wow. Uh, in the late 1930s, steps were being taken in France to dismantle the system, which was not only not working, but was also extremely corrupt and abusive. Um, wasn't, okay, so it wasn't until the 1950s that it was gradually dismantled by the end. Guards were simply opening gates and forcing prisoners out into the forests and towns since no funding was left to operate the facilities. <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know that that will happen, but that's what did, that's what did happen. So the system that they're talking about that they're trying to reform in the 30s is just the penal system. The penal system and the fact that then they were forced, they were not allowed to return to France until okay. they had served out a, a, a time equal to their first sentence, the penal <laughs> colony. So first you had to survive the penal colony, then you had to survive forced exile, and then you had to pay for your way back to France. So very few yeah. people survived that or returned to France. <laughs> French were like, okay, go get out of here. We don't want your dirty criminal. Not much, but many places are like that. Yes. Uh, okay, so you plan to then travel to Cayenne, is that what I take it? Yeah. How long would the, the train take us to get to Miami? Uh, probably two days, maybe three. We could do some sightseeing in, in Miami <laughs> while we're there. Miami, Miami Beach. Yeah, <laughs> South Beach. All right. I'm seeing the Keys. We call oh, the Keys. Miami, Miami, you've got style. <laughs> All right, so maybe we should call it here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, until next time.